Many self-help leaders talk about the power of respect, but very few address honor. My very special guest today has written a book called I Choose Honor, The Key to Relationships, Faith, and Life. I'll be talking with Rich Wilkerson Sr. today here on Babby's House. Stay tuned. Babby's House is coming to you right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Babby's House, where everybody is a member of the family. You know, I love this passage that says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth, Psalm 34, verse 1. I'm so happy that you've joined me today for a great show. My very special guest is Rich Wilkerson. He's written a beautiful book called I Choose Honor, and I'll tell you what a beautiful book it is. He talks about the difference between respect and honor. And I know a whole lot about honor because I watched my parents serve in one church for 40 years and how they esteemed others high, more highly than they esteemed themselves. And, you know, I know that honor is caught because I watched my, my mom and my dad serve a congregation 40 years uh, in one church in Jackson, Michigan. And so we're going to talk about the beauty of honor today here on Babby's House. So you'll stick around for a great conversation. But I want to kick today's show off with a song that I just come to love because it reminds me of John 17, verse 23, where Jesus wants you to know that, that God loves you just as much as he loves his son. This is a love song he sings over you. And I hope and pray that you'll be blessed. Do you really know how much I love you? Do you understand how much I care? I will never leave you nor forsake you. whisper of a prayer I'll keep your fears at bay wipe every tear away no matter where the road may lead trust me and you Every sin is buried in the sea. 
Welcome back to the show. I'm uh, so happy to introduce you to the author of I Choose Honor. And even the title just speaks volumes, particularly in the culture in which we now live, not only in our world, but in our nation. Our, the author of I Choose Honor, The Key to Relationships, Faith, and Life is Rich Wilkerson Sr. And um, just so happy to have him on the show. Thanks for being with us, my friend. Thank happy you. Happy to have you on the show. Are you kidding me? Amen. You're like a Christian Are you kidding? rock star. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. I've oh, just I'm happy to hear you say followed that. you my whole adult life. And by the way, I am older than you. So Probably not by much. Do whatever I say. I'm the big brother. Yes, okay. sir. I, will, I acquiesce. <laughs> I'll tell you why I love this, this title. Uh, and I, I alluded to this as we opened up the show, but just, just to kind of kick our conversation off, my mom and dad served in one church for 40 years. And, you know, nowadays in our culture, we seem to have turned pastors into icons. Yeah. But 
in my father's generation, the pastor was a servant. Yeah. And he, he built people up. He built his congregation up. He stirred up their gifts. It was more about the congregation than it was about the pastor. And so I watched my mother and father esteem others. Therefore, they were esteemed and their congregation loved them for 40 years before my dad went home to be with the Lord. So I love this book and I love this subject. But I want to know why you wrote the book, I Choose Honor. Well, I just, I think it's a little different than the word respect, although they're very closely knit. But uh, my wife and I co-authored a book several years ago um, called Inside Out, How Everyday People Become Extraordinary Leaders. Mm -hmm. And it's through servant leadership, and it's what we built our church in Miami on, uh, servant leadership. And we have, I think, about 15 or 16 different components to that DNA. And one of them was honor. And I had an editor that helped me with it because I wanted Ken Blanchard to write the forward. And I'm a friend of Ken's, but they said, you can't get Ken unless you get this guy to help you edit it. They're, they're best friends. Said, okay. So I got this guy. This guy did not understand honor. And so insisted on turning my honor chapter into respect. And so we did, you know, but I got done. And I, I wasn't happy because I thought there was more to say about this topic of honor. And then I started seeing what's happening in our country and the vitriol. And finally, I said, you know what? I'm going to write a book that just deals with honor alone. And uh, so that's what happened. And that's had really good response. Um, I really believe the difference between respect and honor. I think that you can respect someone, never get to know them, never ever interface with them and just know them from a distance or not know them at all. Respect their work. You know what I'm talking yes. about. Honor, on the other hand, I think is really an act of your will. I think it's a humbling of yourself. Uh, I think it's a mix between humility and servant leadership. In some way, if I honor you, I'm going to serve you in some way. I'm, mm. I'm going to be a blessing to you. And it really, in my estimation, as I read the New Testament, was really Jesus' lifestyle. Yes. I mean, it didn't matter who you were. You're going to be honored by the Lord. And I, that, that's what I'm so appreciative of. To honor someone, uh, you know, in my estimation, is to esteem them. Yeah. To, to elevate them. And I love the servant attitude that comes. There's an element of humility. So in your book, you address some principles that we can apply immediately to our lives. Can you address a couple of those yeah, for us? I think um, my son likes to say, I've got four sons. And one of them loves to say, when we honor, we honor up, down, and all around. But even that in itself is a little bit of a misnomer because in God's world, there's no down. In other words, he didn't make you lower than me or me lower than you. We're all his kids. He loves us. He loves us. And so if I have a tendency to think I'm better than you, that's, that's an antithesis of the gospel. Yes, it is. It's the antithesis of Jesus. There's no. And so my, my approach in my life is to look as though everybody's better than me, mm. that everybody's above me. And when you get that in your heart, then you never step on anyone. You never think you're better than anyone. And you operate like, hey, I'm just here to be a blessing. And you say, well, Rich, that sounds a little, you know, well, hey, try it. 
It ain't yes. that easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because our, our human pride gets in the way, Babby. So easily. Or, oh, my. All of us, we, we have this, what are you looking at? Yeah, we're Doing, fighting to always be first. Always. Fighting and always so, to be heard. And, 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 and the, the, way, the way forward is on your knees. I really believe that. Yes. Yeah. You know, when I think of honor, I think of the ultimate picture of honor, and that is Christ. And he was God in the flesh, yet he honored others. He esteemed others. I think of so many people in the Bible who he honored and he blessed. Can you give us some examples sure. of some people that you address in the book? Obviously, he honored his parents. We know that he honored his heavenly father. You know, in Genesis 1:26, the Bible says, let us make mankind in our own image. So we had a real honorable place among the Godhead. I mean, he is God. He honored his family. Uh, he honored his mother and father. The Bible says in Luke 2.52 that he uh, grew in stature and wisdom uh, in front of God and man. And so how do you get that if you're not honoring your parents? You can't be a little kid growing in that if you don't have a great relationship honoring your parents. Uh, we know that he honored his disciples. Uh, he loved, he, he got down and washed their stinking wow filthy, fungus-driven feet, wow. my Lord in heaven. And one of the ones that he washed the feet is the very one he knew would betray him. I'm just telling mm. you that, that this is an amazing place of honor. And then he honored the outcast. You know, the ones that we would think well, were better than. Yes. He honored them. I, I mean, when he met the woman at the well, here's a woman that had been abused by five and now six uh, you know, people say, often say, well, you know, how come she was still living? Because, you know, that day, a woman that was divorced or, and remarried was usually stoned or, you know what I'm saying? Evidently, she was really good looking. And for sure, she was barren. Because they, she'd get a divorce, somebody else would marry her. Yeah. And marry again and again and again. You talk about rejection, Babby. You talk about being the outcast of her Samaritan society. Yes. And then the sixth guy, she's got another guy. He goes, well, let me, maybe I can have a, you know. And, and Jesus says, hey, can you get me a drink? And I mean, she's freaked. She says, hey, you're a Jew. You don't do that. Yes. He goes, if you had a clue what I'm talking about, you, you, you'd be able to never thirst again. Yes. And, and I mean, talk about just the woman who, bled for 12 years. Yeah, the woman with the issue of blood. She hadn't been touched by a human for 12 years. Can you imagine? She was an outcast. To the highest degree. We, we could go on and on. Yes. What about the demoniac on the beach in, in Mark chapter 5? He comes running out, out of the caves, bloody from cutting himself with chains, yes. and Jesus has stopped. And right away there's a relationship, and he leaves him clothed sitting in his right Yes, and those that are demon-possessed and those who are lepers, and the list goes on and on and on. And then he honors people like you and me. Thank you. <laughs> what a reach. I'm saying, what a far reach. Because he gave us, he laid his life down for he us. He did. Uh, you know, you talk about in the book about with honor, when you honor others, when you esteem others more highly than you esteem yourself, there are blessings that come along with that. Can you address that? Well, to address that, Babby, I've got to repent. Mm. Uh, I've already repented, but I've got to be honest. We first moved to Miami 20 years ago, and we're in the inner city. Real tough area. Have been all those years. 
And my wife and I felt called to the urban center and had been working as a leader of our peacemakers organization for four years. We were in national television, all that stuff. And then I felt like I want to take a church in the inner city so that I can build a prototype for what I feel God wants me to do. And so every day we get to the church and there'd be a line of people for food at the front door. Wow. We started buying food, bringing it, they'd attack us, you know, for the food. And then we'd go in and lock the door and go in to try to start working to build a great church. And one day God said, you're stepping over people that I bring to the door so you can build a great church. Wow. You see? And I, I had to repent. I, I, I spent about a week fasting, weeping, lost weight. God, I've been a sinner. And so we started working with the very people that, were, that God brought to our front door. Amen. And we went from about 250 people to the Easter Sunday with all of our churches. We had right at 17,000 people. We're going to talk more about that. Oh, it's crazy. We're going to take a quick break. But after we come back from that break, I'm going to talk more with Pastor Rich Wilkerson about his beautiful book called I Choose Honor. Don't go away. After this break, we'll be right back with more of Fabby's House. Amen. Well, welcome back to Babby's House. I've been having a great conversation with the author of I Choose Honor, Pastor Rich Wilkerson. He's a pastor of a great church in Miami. He's written this beautiful book called I Choose Honor, The Key to Relationships, Faith, and Life. And we've been talking about how beautiful honor is, how healing honor is, and how what honor looks like. And we look at the life of Christ who, who exemplified honor in the most beautiful way. And uh, Pastor, I, I want to talk with, uh, with you about helping the millennial generation to understand honor. You know, we, we think of, many people might think of honor as an old-fashioned virtue. Yeah. You know, we hear the words, you know, when people exchange their vows at the altar when they get married. Um, but they may not think that honor is something that they need to embrace. Yeah. So can you explain honor in the terms that the millennial generation could better understand? Yeah, I think if we're not careful, Babby, our age, uh, we can turn into those kind of people that are always looking at young people saying, you know what you ought to do. We used to hear that when we were kids. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't like it then either. They, this group really doesn't like that. And I want to make a statement. I want everybody to hear it. I really believe that the, the next generation that are behind us need us. I really believe that because they need wisdom. Wisdom comes from more turns around the sun. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you and I have more turns around the sun than our kids do. And, and you just because of experience. But if we're initiating the wisdom, it's not wisdom. It's not wisdom unless it's asked for. Mm -hmm. If we're going around with our kids and with their, you know what you ought to do? Hey, you know, I noticed that was, hey, that needs to shut down, and, and we need to serve. If we'll serve the next generation, pat them on the back, and if we have questions, say, can you help me with this? I'm just trying to learn, versus, man, I don't really dig that. Who, they don't, then they don't care. They believe what they're doing is really good. When they have a question, they need to come. But if we've been hammering them, they'll never come. That's right. So I think that honor serves the younger instead of tells the younger what to do. I've That's got good. four sons, I've got daughters in love. 
they have a big reach, all of them do, and they don't want the old man trying to horn in. But as long as I serve them and love them, they're calling me, they're coming yeah. over, they're bringing the grandkids over. That's beautiful. That's what I want. I'm yeah. saying, isn't that what we want? That's what we want. So what is the takeaway? What do you want your readers to take away from the book? Uh, I want us to, before we talk, stop. And is what we're about to say to out there or to you, in other words, to one person, to a group of people or a mass of people, is what we're about to say fostered by love? Yes. There was an old song years ago in the contemporary Christian music, let your first thought, let your very first thought be love. Mm. And if it isn't moved by love, maybe you ought to just bite your tongue a little bit. Because we're, we're, we're in that world where people talk before they think, baby. Yes. And it's getting crazy. There was a time 25 years ago when both sides of a political party could at least have a civil conversation and disagree. That's, those days are over. We've got to bring civility back into our lives, in the church, in the world, in our neighborhoods. I believe there's hope. Yes, I, I believe there's hope I believe it starts with Jesus and it continues with honor. Yes, tell us how we can get a copy of the book. Well, uh, I choose honorbook.com is the way to get the book or just go to Amazon. But that I choose honorbook.com will take you immediately uh, to Amazon, and, and you can get the book there. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Rich Wilkerson, for being my guest today. And again, the name of the book is called I Choose Honor, The Key to Relationships, Faith, and Life. Thank Thanks you, Thanks for writing Bobby. this beautiful it's book. It's been an honor for me to get the to meet honor you. honor is Stop. mine. Stop. <laughs> Will you quit? Jesus, <laughs> A blessing to Love have you. you on the show. And my dear friend, thank you so very much for being my very special guest here on Babby's House. Babby's House is all about being a vehicle that leads you to Jesus. We want you to find hope. We want you to find encouragement. We want you to be blessed. We want you to be lifted up. We want you to be edified. We want to lift up the name of Jesus that he might draw all men unto himself. That's what Babby's House is all about. I want to encourage you to visit my official website. And there on my website, you'll find all kinds of wonderful resources to help you in your most holy faith. There's beautiful music as well as a link to BabbyMasonRadio.com. There at BabbyMasonRadio.com, you'll hear beautiful music and uplifting words 24 hours a day at the click of a button. We hope you'll visit the, the website very, very soon. Well, listen, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in the name of Jesus Christ. That is our prayer. God bless you until next time. We'll see you then. Bye-bye for now.